0: Today, we will change your perspective of the way you see cabinets. Today, I am joined by Justin Jankowski, and we have a special guest, Derek Schultz. Derek, you've been in the new home construction industry for 20 years now, and you've got one heck of an extensive background. So tell us, how did you get to where you're at today? Where
1: did that all start? Sure. So I graduated from college in 2003 with a degree in residential design and engineering. Um, I was a designer uh, for approximately five years before I got into the cabinet world. Started uh, designing cabinets um, from 2008 until December of 2019 when I became a rep for Birch Cabinets. So
0: So you were actually designing brand new homes that were being built. Here you're focusing on the entire home and then you shifted everything into focusing on kitchen and bath design. And as I'm sure we'll touch on today, it goes beyond that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because the opportunity came up in 2008 during the downturn in the recession. Anybody's probably familiar with that. And uh, it gave me the opportunity to start working with clients firsthand uh, in the cabinet world, as opposed to only being concerned about the overall uh, home layouts. And um, I really took a liking to that, working with customers, helping them uh, come up with different solutions, design solutions uh, for their house. And I ended up sticking with it. So
0: that must have been so helpful for you to already have all that background knowledge. So if you knew that modifying the floor plan would allow for them to get everything that they want in their kitchen, you were able to help make those changes and communicate that with the design team that you worked with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, any additional insight you can have into new construction certainly helps with any aspect of uh, helping your clients achieve what they're looking for. So I would say that it, it was an advantage for me to have that extensive background um, in the construction and engineering side of things as well.
0: Were you working with Birch when you were a cabinet designer?
1: I was, yeah. So I, I cut my teeth in the kitchen world uh, with Birch cabinetry. So that's, that's who I've known from the beginning.
0: And you must have been selling a few other lines, but clearly Birch probably became your preferred line.
1: It did. Uh, Not only the support that their team offered internally for us as designers, but just the product as a whole and um, how everything was manufactured really uh, stood out to me as a product that I wanted to sell my clients.
0: So let's rewind to those years when you were a kitchen and bath designer and you're fresh into it. What was it about Birch? that made your life easier as a designer?
1: I would say uh, the the flexibility that Birch has to offer. Um, knowing that there was never, uh, um, while I was in a meeting with clients, there was never really anything that I felt like I needed to say no, we couldn't accomplish that. I, I may not know the price up front, but I know that whatever it is that you're asking for, we can do. Um, there's no limitations as far as door styles, wood species, finish, um, really, Anything that our the client's brought to me, I know that I could get done.
0: Well, I want to jump right on to wood species. What are some of the most common wood species? And then what are the more exotic ones that you guys still do offer?
1: Yeah, so, you know, with, with birch, uh, the most common wood species that's sold is birch. So that's kind <laughs> of interesting, right? Um, however, um, other common wood species that we see, um, we still see oak hickory, rustic hickory, rustic alder. Um, You know, all of those are very common wood species. Uh, We've certainly seen an uptick in walnut products going out the door. Uh, The walnut has certainly taken on a bit of a trend here in the past for us. And then, as I had mentioned earlier, I mean, uh, as a designer, I had a client come to me and ask for bubinga, which What's that? I didn't even know what it meant. I was like, um, (laughs) so babinga is a wood species that's sourced out of Western Africa. Um, I contacted Birch, said, hey, I've got a client looking for babinga. They got back to me within an hour and said, hey, here's our price. Let's let's do it. So uh, those, those opportunities are there to go outside of our standard catalog as well.
0: I've seen that you guys have offered eucalyptus. Yes. That walnut that you touched on, I think that is so beautiful when it is the drawer box. And that's something that you offer in your standard catalog is someone can go to the walnut drawer box for, of course, an additional charge. Mm -hmm. But it offers such a beautiful accent. Especially, just imagine your double drawers that you're pulling open in the kitchen rather than seeing all that, that bright birch color. To see that rich, beautiful wood grain. It looks so good.
1: Yeah, it's stunning. And really then also,
0: is. you guys contrast, you can contrast different colors on the interior of the cabinet with the exterior of the cabinet for a dual tone effect.
1: Absolutely. It brings in a, It's a statement or a focal point of the home for sure. And it's not uncommon for customers to tie that into maybe their two-tone island or whatever, maybe too. So it really just brings that whole kitchen together.
2: Uh, you know, when people talk about cabinetry or when they think about cabinetry, they just automatically think about kitchen cabinetry. but. I mean, cabinetry is used in every room in the house. I mean, we do mudrooms, home offices now, um, and expanding outside the home as well, outdoor kitchens. And then not to forget about, you know, the walk-in closet features that you guys offer now. I think it's, the the, the cabinetry world has certainly broadened their
0: horizons recently. Exactly. A lot of people, when they're looking at designing a new home, they're assuming they want to splurge when it comes to the cabinets because Mm -hmm. it's going to be a huge statement piece. Whether you're living in that home the rest of your life or even if you're looking to sell it, it's going to retain its value. And it's yeah. going to help elevate that home.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not only does, is the cabinet, are the cabinets and essentially the kitchen the heart of your home. I mean, it's not just the aesthetics that are um, what is attractive to people when it comes to dealing with cabinets. But it's how cabinets can truly improve your life and, and the way that workspace is used. I mean, at the end of the day, you're using it to, to uh, gain more storage solutions or um, improve on what your original or what past kitchens might have offered you. Um, and at the end of the day, I think that is truly uh, one, of the, one of the nice aspects about designing a new home is the ability to create what's unique for you and, and your needs.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you touched on, Justin, incorporating this cabinetry throughout the entire home. I'm just thinking of so many of our home designs you walk in from the garage into the mudroom and you've got these beautiful drop zone areas so not only is that convenient because now we have cubby spaces for all the kids a place mm-hmm. to put all those shoes away you yep. know but even maybe a countertop with some drawer storage underneath it you Yep, have all of these devices that we have today for charging everything now you have a storage spot for that it's not all laying out on the countertop
2: yeah exactly and you know. You know, kids are into sports and extracurriculars and whatever it may be. And all the cool locker features that that Birch offers is, is pretty awesome. You know, to keep all those things, like you said, nice and tidy.
0: And I think that's pretty awesome. Now, let's circle back because we're talking about the mudroom, a place where there could be a lot of wear and tear. And you touched on Birch's exceptional manufacturing process. Yeah. So what is it about that manufacturing process that separates a company like Birch from someone who might be an exceptional craftsman, they make their own cabinets, cabinets that, sure, we'd, we'd all be very proud to have made ourselves. Yeah, But, yeah. but why is Birch a step above that?
1: So, uh, again, just to recap on the history, they've been around since 1977. Birch is a fully integrated U.S. cabinet manufacturer. So we're going to bring in raw materials um, that are sourced uh, throughout northern United States, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, Um, everything is brought in as raw material. We manufacture everything in house. Everything is cut to size, hand sanded. Um, then either your stain or, um, your stain is applied. It's hand sanded again. We put a a varnish or a, a sealer coat on it. It's hand sanded again. And then we come through and do our catalyzed conversion varnish top coat. And that catalyzed conversion varnish top coat is the gold standard in the industry it's, it's not unique to birch per se, but it's something that you know, your, your shop-built custom guys aren't able to do in their facilities. And um, that is truly that our finish process is what, I believe, separates us from a lot of the other manufacturers out there. Uh, to give an example for myself, um, you know I had my daughter on move- Day use a permanent marker on our, our white kitchen island. And I was uh, able to use nail polish remover to remove that nail uh, permanent marker from my cabinets and they still look like brand new today. That's amazing.
2: So, yeah. So typically, I mean, that would wreck the finish,
1: uh, you know, Absolutely. of any other cabinet, right? Absolutely. Yep. So um, just the attention to detail that they put into it and the pride that they have in manufacturing the cabinets and then the finish that goes along with it truly separates us. And not to mention we do come with a, a lifetime limited warranty. Um, and really what that means is it's free of manufactured defect for the lifetime of your cabinets. Nice. So we stand behind the products that we make.
2: And all those products are essentially made in Iowa, in the U S right. Absolutely. And, um, I, I thought you guys really shine during the pandemic because everything was made in house. Can, can you elaborate more on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like you mentioned, um, we do manufacture everything in Waterloo. There's very few items that we do outsource. For example, um, some of the internal accessory components, any metal components that we're unable to make in-house, we do source those. Um, Blue, even Bloom, our our metal drawer glide and hinge options are manufactured in the U.S. as well. Um, so through the pandemic, um, when a lot of manufacturers were struggling because of imported products, whether it be their wood species that are you know, they may have Russian wood species or um, less expensive glides, hardware, things like that, even different door components. Some manufacturers are purchasing doors from overseas. They finish them in-house and call it American-made. Well, we're literally manufacturing every single component and then building it on-site. We prefinish all of our center panels prior to assembling the cabinet um, as well, so it's in scenarios where they, um, you know, if if this is a second home for you, for example, and maybe humidity levels aren't controlled like they should be, uh, if you get panel shrinkage, um, you'll never have a shadow line on the doors, that type of thing. So, um, sorry, I, I digressed from the camera. But I think, <laughs> I think, I think no, no, that's important but, stuff. Well, it really is, know. yeah. Um, yeah, so we are able to control everything internally and then everything is then delivered on our own air ride semis, as it leaves our facility as well. So we're not outsourcing um, different independent drivers. Uh, We make sure we handle everything from start to finish.
0: Here's what I love about that. So it's leaving directly from Birch and being delivered on a Birch truck. We know it's going to then be handled with exceptional care right up to the job site. Correct.
2: Right. Yeah, you don't have a third party involved and they don't want to deliver something to somewhere. No, it's coming right from you guys. That's awesome. I've been on a job site and seen the big old semi, birch semi pull up to this little uh you know this little country road um to a, to a cabin back in the woods and here comes the, the big old birch semi down the road yep. i took a
0: picture of, i think i remember that and sent it to you <laughs> <laughs> now you touched on the the pre-finished center panel yes and therefore if there's any movement you won't see that the raw wood that is so rare you do not see that at a lot of cabinet companies correct and yeah so it, it I, is unique to birch definitely it, it is um, now, when it comes to birch's finishing process, you've talked about the resilience of of that finished top coat. What about the color below it? You know, the color that we all see. Are are there limitations with that? I mean, I've heard that you can pretty much do anything.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, our, our Kitchen Plus program um, offers. We have 45 different door styles, 11 standard wood species, um, and then we have 42 different colors available. Uh, With that, we also have three different glaze options that are available. If you're unable to find anything within any of our standards, whether it be a door style, a wood species, or a finish, we are able to do anything custom for you as well. So if you have a unique door style that you had in an old house or you've seen online, we can manufacture that door style for you. If there's a wood species that doesn't fall within our standard category, we'll get that for you. If there's that particular finish that you're trying to match that, you, that you've just fallen in love with, but it isn't in our standard catalog, we can do custom finishes for you as well. So all of our finishes are also available with either a semi-gloss or matte sheen, which allows you to bring that unique character into your home as well.
2: That's yeah. You got, yeah you, I mean, just to reiterate, you guys are truly custom. I mean, sometimes when people hear birch cabinetry or just, you know, uh, a company making cabinets, they kind of feel like they get pigeonholed into some of these you know, offerings, but you guys are truly custom. I, I've seen our, our design teams send sketches over to you guys and design truly a custom cabinet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you bringing that up because we are, um, you know, we are a manufactured product but that doesn't give us limitations. OK, um, the only time that I've ever really seen Birch come back to any of our customers and say, no, uh, we're not interested in manufacturing or, or making this product the way you're doing it is because we don't feel like we can back it by our lifetime warranty. Awesome. So, you know, and it's because we have over 45 years of manufacturing experience. So we're not doing it just because we don't feel like it. But we want it to our at the end of the day, our Birch stamp is on your cabinet and we want it to stay the test of time.
0: So. and and it would be more of an extreme example like let's say we just featured a home where they've got two three foot wide sub-zero units so six feet overall and let's say you want a big six foot wide cabinet and you don't want a center style on it sure so that would be pretty counterintuitive to eliminate that center style but you guys will build it you'll just say that hey technically it's not what we would recommend therefore we can't honor the warranty on it that is correct. We all know that, hey, we've, we've seen this done before. It'll probably be just fine because up above that cabinet, technically, we're not storing anything up there. It's not going to be full of plates. Sure. But from Birch's perspective, you think, well, we don't know what'll be in there. And based on your standards, we can't technically back it.
1: That is correct. Yep. I've also seen that scenario play out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, wonderful. Now, when it comes to door styles, you have, of course, the latest trends, as well as many of the traditional styles but we can also do custom configurations to create our own door.
1: That is correct. Yeah, so um, again, we start with 45-door style standard. Uh, with any one of our door styles, you can change the outside profile on that door um, to make it unique to whatever your likings may be. Um, we do have nine different outside profile options to choose from. And then also the center panels. Um, you, can take, you, you can start with any one of our doors and change the center panel from a flat panel to a raised panel. Um, to different bevels on the raised panels uh, there 's eight different panel profiles to choose from, so you know by the time you take all forty five doors, the eight profile or center panel options, the nine profile options truly within just the standard catalog, you can create your own unique door without going truly custom um, well, most people should be able to anyways so Yeah, so one other thing that I'd like to bring up about BIRCH is just the the different certifications that we have, and one of them being the KCMA Certification for Environmental Stewardship. Um, And really what that boils down to is uh, BIRCH goes a step beyond what traditional um, stewardship stewardship programs require. Uh, It's not just about sustainable forestry for us, but it's also limiting the amount of VOCs that are released into the environment. And then one of the major ones that I feel strongly about is uh, not using formaldehydes with any of the adhesives because all cabinets w- will have wood glue along with nails and screws and things of that nature. and uh, Keeping formaldehyde out of our cabinets um, so they're not leaking into the atmosphere in your home, I feel pretty strongly about. And then on top of that, um, Birch does use all of our wood waste um, in ways to either heat our facility uh, create electricity for our facility, or any additional wood waste. We also sell for landscaping or animal bedding. So all of all of the wood waste that we create is used in some form of another or another uh, to make sure that we're environmentally friendly.
2: That's awesome. Those are good points. Those are definitely things people are looking out for. I know there was a big you know, low VOC push back in the day with a lot of the log and timber stains, and it sounds like you guys followed in those footsteps. Um, formaldehyde-free, that's awesome. That's a good feature as well. I think that's important to some people, especially people that might be allergic or have uh, certain allergies um, to some of those VOCs. Super important. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and another thing too is just like your long-term health. You don't want to be breathing in that stuff. And then also when you look at those who are working at Birch, putting those cabinets together, they don't have to be exposed to that formaldehyde then. Right. I assume that people that are using it, they're looking at it, just for the dollars and cents it's probably a low cost good adhesive but it doesn't help anyone
1: right know?
2: well i think why a lot of people are watching or listening to this podcast they're, they're trying to get new ideas for their home they want to have the latest greatest you know design features in their home um maybe let's touch on some of those things that we see clients doing or you know some of the new trends that you guys are developing and seeing um uh, in the cabinetry
1: world yeah so I mean, as far as uh, what we're seeing, one of the one thing that I'll tell you is that uh, we have a member of our team that is on the International Color Marketing Group, and uh, she is she has been an interior designer for over 25 years. She is in the know on what the trends are, so she's part of a committee, a volunteer committee that meets annually uh, that determines what the latest forecast the color trends for all industries across the board moving forward. So we not only, uh, we're not catching up to the trends, we know the trends as they're coming because of her experience and uh, knowledge and work with the International Color Marketing Group. So now when you look at those trends and what the the color of the year might be, it may be some burnt orange color or or something unique that you're like, "Ah, I don't really want to do that in my cabinets. That's not, a, that's not necessarily what she's after. She knows going in, maybe burnt orange is the color of the year. However, she wants to curate a selection of colors within our, our catalog that allows you to complement what that bold color may be. So um, I feel like that's a bit unique just because we do know what those color trends are every year um, as we're walking into 2024.
2: Nice, that's awesome. I, are you seeing more painted cabinets then versus stained or wood cabinets? Uh, what is what is your feeling there?
1: Yeah. So I, I feel like all the research that I've done, uh, trends moving forward for 2024 are going to be looking at, um, more warmer, soft white colors, um, as well as natural wood tones, uh, with sh- showing texture. Um, so maybe your quarter sawn oaks, hickories, things of that nature, but in a lighter tone. And then also, uh, green uh, is also going to be a pretty significant part of what we're going to be seeing in 2024 as well.
2: I kind of see it. Like blue used to be pretty popular. Is it now shifting to more greens? Yeah, And blue
1: is still going to be hanging around. Yeah. But uh, we're going to be seeing a, a shift towards the greens for yeah. sure. Yep.
0: A significant feature that we see in a lot of the kitchens are these grand range hoods. So not only can we get those provided by birch, where you could custom build those. But we're also seeing the incorporation of uh, copper hoods in many of our homes, those stone hoods. Uh, anything else out there that you're seeing?
1: Uh, shiplap hoods oh, are sure. are certainly uh, taking off for us. Uh, we do have a nice selection of hood options available. Uh, we're definitely seeing an uptake in that shiplap uh, style and look. We also have back panels now that are that ship shiplap appearance, so um, which fit well. You know with your style of homes so I would say you know like you said your bold statement pieces you're certainly able to get that uh, accommodated through the curated selection that birch has put together
0: one of my favorite things is when the hood accents well with the island so maybe the island and the hood are the same color rather than uh, everything matching the perimeter cabinets
1: absolutely and you know islands still today give folks the opportunity to bring in a, a little color splash uh, whether it be the cabinets themselves, or maybe just a, a different color of the countertop, but it, that uh, it's not quite as bold to do the entire kitchen, but maybe provide that one statement piece within the home.
2: Yeah. One thing I've seen is the islands getting much bigger and taking up you know space of that dining room, repl- almost replacing that dining room. I can you know the past two clients I've been working with in their designs, their dining room is pretty minimal, like it's a, it's a small circular table maybe. And that island is huge. They feel like that's kind of going to be where they're going to eat most of their meals, do their prep work, and kind of, kind of eat at the same time. And that's definitely one thing. The island is kind of like the center hub of that, of that kitchen.
0: But um, and often a consideration is, do you want it to be the same height as the rest of the base cabinets, or do you want a two-tiered island?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've seen a, a strong trend toward everything being the same height, same height, yeah. and that island being oversized, maybe even incorporating mm-hmm. a second island with another sink in there.
1: Absolutely. Yep. We're definitely seeing that trend. And I mean, the Island is kitchen slash Island is the heart of your home. That's where your entertaining is going to be done. Your meal prep, you know, um, kids are going to be doing their homework at the Island. There's just so much activity that takes place at the Island. Uh, My personal opinion is you can't have it too large, you know?
2: Yeah. I think the only limitation I, I kind of warn clients about is what is your surface going to be for that Island? Cause there might be some limitations or some seams that you might have with the countertop. That's the only thing
0: I would worry about, but yeah, I agree with you bigger, the better for sure. Mm-hmm. Are there any concerns that we need to have with overhangs that are too big? How do, how does that all get supported?
1: Uh, to be fair, I'm, I would leave that up to somebody who handles countertops. Um, and that's always advice that I would seek as a homeowner with my countertop installers, just seeing, they're going to have recommendations and i don't know you know traditionally back in the day when i first started doing design 10 and a half inches was a pretty standard overhang on on an island or a countertop and i don't believe support was needed then but any i would say anything over that um, definitely be interested in providing you know they've got l brackets now that are low profile can't hardly tell there's any support there to begin with so uh, we also have corbels or turn posts that you could you know decorate the island with as well
2: I've had a couple clients that want to design almost like a booth in their Island. Is that something you guys provide as well? You guys custom make that or how, how does that all come together? Like bench seating booth? Yeah. Like a bench it's, seat. Yeah. Like something you see almost in a restaurant. Absolutely. Really. Yeah.
1: I mean, really it's going to be, it's going to be up to your design team on on what features they're looking for, whether that booth incorporate drawers or if it's a simple wainscot panel with lift up style um, bench seat sure. per se. Um, but absolutely anything like that can be taken care of through birch so
0: one of those design ideas that we seem to see on uh tiktok and pinterest all the time is those hidden pantries where you're leaving you you think you're just going to be opening up a utility cabinet but in fact it takes you into a whole separate room that's pretty cool is that something that birch offers
1: it does it's part of our standard catalog so um and you know for those hidden pantries i mean i think what that allows is it gives your designers the ability to balance out a kitchen in their design. And then when a customer still desires that walk-in pantry, but we're not certain where we should put the door, uh, you know, the pantry access may feel like it's out of our kitchen. They can now use, um, that walk through pantry door, uh, to access a pantry and keep it close to where the heart of all the action is. So, um, and it is something that we offer.
2: Yeah. And speaking of pantries, there's, I mean, you could, there's a broad spectrum of pantries too. It could be a simple closet shelving in there. Or you know, you guys have provided cabinetry in there. Um, maybe we should touch on the difference between a, a pantry and, and a butler pantry. Mm-hmm. What's the big difference? I think it's the butler pantry has appliances in it, maybe a sink and a prep area. Is that really the real definition? In my opinion, it is. Okay. What yeah,
1: I, I feel exactly the same way. I mean, hmm. to me, a butler's pantry gives somebody the opportunity to do some uh, additional meal prep work, or maybe you're entertaining and you want to fi- you know, finish something up before bringing it out to your guests, uh, you can do it back there without getting the rest yeah. of your kitchen dirty. You can put
2: all your Crock-Pots or something yeah. back there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the I think freight. the
0: scenario is imagine you're having an event and it's getting catered. All the caterers should be able to be in that butler's pantry and do everything that they need to do without being out in the common main space. Sure. And it's becoming increasingly more important with the open concept living that we have because oftentimes you wouldn't want all the caterers out there When everyone's enjoying their cocktails and Mm -hmm. hors d'oeuvres, that makes sense. Yeah. We also see it just as a great opportunity to open up the kitchen. So maybe you're reducing the amount of wall cabinets that you have, increasing the amount of free floating shelves, and all your storage is in that butler's pantry.
1: Yeah. Well, today's, you know, another one of today's design trends is bringing the outdoors inside. So, you know having those great big feature walls with glass windows or whatever and like you said you 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 make sacrifices when you do things like that and having your your pantry provide that additional storage is exactly you know what we need when we're when we're that give and take that balance that you need when designing your cabinets yeah
2: clients are looking to to put like a big window in front of their kitchen sink you know something that maybe slides and bifolds open so you kind of expand out into the Uh, maybe covered porch area so then yeah like you said it doesn't leave you room for cabinetry so you got to put that storage somewhere else Um, but then you can also like we talked about earlier you can expand outside the kitchen Um, maybe we should talk about that outdoor kitchen line what was it called uh danver danver yeah
1: yeah Uh, so danver is a product it's a it's an all stainless steel product that uh offers a powder coat finish um and it's manufactured in Whalingford, Connecticut. So another American-made product that we offer. Um, And it is, uh, outdoor kitchens do provide some limitations, unlike our indoor world where we can go completely custom. Stainless steel isn't as forgiving as what wood is, Um, but still a a very deep line of product offerings, similar features, accessories that we have in the indoor world, Um, but just something that you can put outside and it won't warp
2: rust it's stainless yeah. right like you said yeah. yeah i mean
1: so stainless does still have the ability to have surface rust so there's some maintenance required but powder coat uh, adding powder coat to that helps eliminate oh. that need but we do have an option to go all stainless as well so
0: and there are so many different appliances that could be used in an outdoor kitchen so i assume with danver all of that could be custom configured if those appliances are known ahead of time
1: when considering appliances. Really, we do take everything into consideration. We require all specs prior to manufacturing the cabinets. Um, we're going to take your grill bases into account, uh, your refrigeration, uh, dishwashers, any pull out drawer style appliances. All of those will be cut to the appropriate size openings uh, for your appliances to work. Also, the outdoor world tr- where the interior world traditionally has a 24 inch deep base cabinet the outdoor world has a 27 inch deep base cabinet to accommodate those larger oversized grills and things of that nature so mm-hmm.
0: is there anything that changes significantly when it comes to designing an outdoor kitchen compared to indoor um, or for a new designer out there any, yeah. any tips that you'd give i
1: mean i would say just the lack of flexibility that we have and again i mean it's not like you're going to provide uh, one of your contractors with a, a stainless steel filler and say, just cut it to fit. You do need to be a bit more precise. Also, our outdoor cabinetry is a frameless, full-access line of cabinets. Um, so that's important when going up against maybe an exterior wall that might have cultured, or cultured stone or some type of a stone uh, where you need to provide the cabinet some space uh, so that when you're opening your drawers and doors, they're not going to bang on it, uh, things of that nature. So
2: what are most people doing? Are they doing like a stainless color or is it like a wood grain or a painted or what? what is it? Yeah,
1: so we do offer all three. Uh, oh. We offer a wood grain uh, appearance finish. Uh, we do plain stainless and then we also do uh, different powder coat textures as well. And hands down, I would say 80% of our business is just a powder coat finish. Um, you know, colors vary depending on market, but uh, also that is one unique thing about the outdoor world is Outdoor living's taken on significantly over the past several years. And I think people do like the ability to maybe make that splash and color uh, for their outdoor cabinets. It's just kind of like, you know,
2: the umbrella is a bright green color right. or something. <laughs> yeah. you know, the chairs are bright green. You're not right. going to do maybe that with cabinetry, but it's yeah. a different color, is interesting. Yeah. Absolutely, like, yeah. that trendy orange color, yeah, yep. you know, yeah, bur- exactly. that burnt orange. Yeah. That's good. You're going to yep. make that a hot color, Derek. Just watch <laughs> next
1: year, burnt orange number one seller, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, you had mentioned frameless, and yes. a lot of the world out there, when they think of cabinets, they're thinking of your traditional mm-hmm. framed cabinet, mm-hmm. although. We are seeing that frameless is becoming increasingly more popular over in Europe and more on the coast. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that picking up in a trend?
1: I would say for me, um, the idea on frameless cabinet just provides more, um, more storage space. And what I mean by that is uh, traditional framed cabinets has an inch and a half face frame on both sides. So if you specify a 36 inch wide cabinet, really your opening is going to be 33 inches wide. Where full access cabinetry or frameless cabinetry, what happens is the sides of your cabinets come all the way to the front, and then your hinges are essentially applied to the sides of the cabinets. Now, in uh, birch, our frameless cabinets have a three quarter inch um, have three quarter inch sides. So really you're gaining an additional inch and a half of storage space inside the cabinet, but also in your drawers. and I mean, people really don't take into account. If you do an inch and a half by 22 inches deep across all of the drawers in your kitchen, that adds a, a tremendous amount of storage space over the, the entire space, so.
0: You guys put backs on the back of your frameless cabinets? We do. Oh, you yeah. do, Great. Yeah.
1: So the, o- the only time that you'll see a cabinet that we provide without a back is if you opt for one of our wall-hung units. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, we don't because of the brackets that are needed to help support the cabinet from a wall-hung perspective, so
0: and i see you guys utilize frameless in a, in your closet line. Elon? Yes. yes. Is it? And we're having a lot of clients that are utilizing that or uh, just these ultra custom closets.
2: It's pretty cool. That's what i thought when you when you're talking about the frameless. I think that that those extra few inches in that walk-in closet is going to be super critical. I mean in the kitchen for sure, but um you know, i went i went through that forever home and uh man that
0: walk-in closet is unbelievable. I didn't, there was things in there I didn't even know were possible. Really, honestly, and everything gets so tall. Like you guys go extra tall in your heights for, yeah. for your capacity. What what is that?
1: So yeah, most cabinet manufacturers go up to ninety-six inches overall height. Is kind of where most cam- companies max out. Uh, Birch will offer cabinets up to one hundred and twenty inches overall height. So ten feet. Um, you know, one of the big trends now is going floor-to-ceiling cabinetry. So Um, you know, that 10 foot overall height allows us that capability to go to the ceiling in most scenarios, you know, some of your grand vaulted ceilings, obviously the crown molding, (laughs) we go as high as we can. Right. But, um, yeah, so that 10 foot is unique. Um, not many manufacturers are out there doing that as a standard. So, and in, in closet scenarios where, you know, you might be able to rotate out your spring and fall clothing, put it up in a higher, higher space. It works out great. Now, a so, lot
0: of our listeners and viewers might be wondering, well, if you're going floor to ceiling, how are you going to tip that cabinet up? So what's the solution for that?
1: So uh, tipping up cabinets, there's a formula that's needed. It's all based on the depth of your cabinet as well. But oftentimes what happens there is the toe kick gets removed uh, from the cabinet so that the the cabinet can then be tipped up into place and then the toe kick is slid back underneath. So it's it's a circumstances that... Uh, your builders have to worry about more often. And, the <laughs> and the designers yeah exactly. yeah
0: and even though we're going floor to ceiling there might still be an intentional gap between the top of the cabinet and the ceiling but it's covered by crown
1: correct yep so oftentimes it, depending on the the style that you're after it may be a simple square molding that's used to get you to the ceiling or we can you know use more ornate moldings to to dress up and finish it off so
0: something that we've started to notice with our clients is that they're utilizing these cabinets, even in smaller mudroom closets, because if just imagine your typical mudroom closet, you're hanging up coats. You might have boots at the bottom. There's a ton of wasted space. So now they're at about mid level. They're incorporating drawers in there perfect for your hats, mittens, and all of that
2: gloves. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the closets what what are some of the features i think some people might not know what 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 is somebody going to do in their walk-in closet like i said when i walked into that one home it was unbelievable i didn't i didn't know these options were available what what are some of the things that clients are designing
0: for that maybe you have seen zach or Mm -hmm. or derek tie organizers sock organizers yeah uh, belt you know yep and everything's about organization
1: it, it truly is i mean it's trying to make life easier you right uh helping separate things i mean one of the unique things about our closet systems is that we do offer shallower depth drawers um so things are accessible so it's not like you're pulling out your dresser drawer where it's like okay how do i get down to what i needed right Uh, adding doors to the front so we can keep it concealed and finished looking um double stacked you know hanging um rods things of that nature so there's a ton of flexibility within the, the Elan Closet program um, and you're not limited to what we're offering. If you've seen different designs or ideas, we can incorporate that um, through our custom program as well. So, uh, but it is, it is just going to be those small details and features like Zach said, you know, having different organizer solutions available, hampers uh, included within uh, those systems as well. So
0: there are two design features that I absolutely love regarding this topic. First, It's taking the same finish that was used in the master bathroom and when the closet's connected into the master bathroom with a walkway to be able to carry that finish through. I think that seamless design just looks next level. Also, when you can have an island in that master closet. That is so cool because now you have a top that you can set all your laundry out on, all these sock drawers and all that too. But we've even incorporated benches in there. So when you're getting your socks on in the morning there's a nice little bench
2: so right before the the podcast i got off the phone with a client and you know the home that they live in right now is a two-story home so they want to build a new home um so that they can live in this home longer you know it's gonna you know they're looking for ways to make it easier for them to live as as they age in that home um so i think with the cabinetry world there there are features within your catalog too Um, to help that client live in that home longer and make it easier for them? Uh, What are some of those things that that you guys can do?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think when it comes to aging in place, you really have to take into consideration the different um, accessories and options that are available to incorporate within your design. Um, And it it can be as simple as just doing rollout trays uh, within every cabinet that you don't have a different type of accessory or option in. Uh, corner cabinets you know we can do pull out drawers or we can uh, do different uh, I don't recall the name of the the trays but trays that comes angled out of the corners Um, features like that Uh, even for heavier items like your mixers for example people that bake all the time we have mixer drawer options that essentially just swings out of the cabinet blocks into place you can use your mixer yep. and then just swing it back down into place. Those are heavy. Those are things that you're not going to be wanting to carry around once you get older. That's so.
2: huge. Yeah. I mean, I know those mixes are heavy. And yeah, my wife asked me to, to bring it out of the you know out of the pantry every time she needs to use it.
0: That would be awesome mm-hmm. to just have it right there. You don't, you just pull it up. I've seen that before, right? Yeah. Uh, and everyone always thinks that plates would be in an upper wall cabinet, but really they could be in a base cabinet and you guys have that peg organizer system. Yeah. It'd be perfect for that. Just imagine if you've got, uh, you know, bad shoulders or something like that. Being able to take it from that base cabinet to the countertop is so much easier.
1: Absolutely. Also
0: another great advantage of base microwave drawers, which is something that we've seen pick up in popularity quite a bit. Yep. Nobody is doing that microwave above the range anymore. <laughs> I am not seeing it at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. What are some other design trends that are on their way out?
1: Um. So... Design trends that are on their way out, I would say, well, you just hit on one. The microwave over the hood is one of those items that is not um, very popular, is, is definitely on its way out, as well as all white kitchens. Um, you know, white kitchens, let's just put it this way, they're not going away uh, anytime soon. But uh, it had been a trend uh, over the past several years, and I think people are trying to incorporate it a bit more color, some more natural wood grains and tones, things of that nature. And then gray cabinetry. Um, gray is still popular, but it is we do see that tapering off slightly as well. I so. know
0: trash compactors are on their way out, but I'm going to be holding onto that one for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I love to have a trash compactor really? in my house. <laughs> Everyone says it's old school, but I grew up with one. And if I designed a new house again, I'd use it. Sure. I know my brother-in-law would love an ice maker uh-uh. in his kitchen instead <laughs> of having... To go down to the the freezer downstairs um funny that, you say that because did you know that ice makers were designed to fit perfectly in the place that trash compactors are really so there that when people feel like their trash compactors making their kitchen dated that they just put an ice <laughs> maker. that's interesting okay, there yeah so maybe i'll come around yeah. to it and put an <laughs> ice maker in someday but for now i'm holding on to that <laughs> trash compactor
1: and i think too uh people are incorporating Uh, like coffee bars or coffee centers into their home in -hmm. certain places it doesn't have to be within the kitchen you know it's popular now to get all those appliances and different accessories off your countertops in the main part of your house so again not necessarily even a butler pantry but just in your pantry having a separate space created uh, for those type of items as well and
0: that's where you can utilize your cabinetry to hide those items as well so have you know those doors that and tuck away Yep, pocket doors. Sides. Yep. And the yeah.
2: doors that pull up now,
0: I've seen those. Oh, yeah. Those mm-hmm. are pretty cool. So the
2: door isn't in your face. You're not hitting it. It pulls out and goes up like, almost like an old overhead
0: garage door. Yep. I guess. Yeah. Those are cool. Let's touch on faucets briefly. You mentioned the coffee bar. doesn't NSYNC Rater have those Insta hot faucets. Yep. Those are just so convenient for whether it's tea or pour, pour over coffee. Yep. Or even if uh, if you're in my household warming up a bottle, for for the kids (laughs) so yeah those are those are really convenient to have also i love the aesthetic of a pot filler above the range is that picking up in trend or do you think it's going away
1: you know to be fair i haven't seen i haven't seen much movement on the the pot filler uh trend but i mean i i I would agree with you i think it's kind of a statement piece Uh it looks great over your range um, but i don't know whether there's any movement yeah, In or out.
0: It seemed that when I was designing my home, everyone told me I should do a pot filler up there. I just wasn't convinced that in 20 years, I'd be happy to have that pot filler there still. Sure. But a lot of people say it, and circling back to aging in place, yep. imagine you're filling up that big pot. You're making pasta. You no longer need to carry it from the kitchen sink across the aisle to uh, the range. Yep. So, okay.
2: And you perfect. also got to think about then maybe emptying that pot when it's done a lot of second sinks in the kitchen oh. um being close to to the oven are you guys seeing a lot of that in your kitchen designs that's
0: a great point a second uh, like utility sink or a home that i recently toured for our other channel on youtube has three sinks in the kitchen okay. one that. was a coffee bar like you said yeah yeah so it, that that kitchen had everything it was so cool another great thing that it had was the incorporation of sub-zero Wolf, and Cove appliances. Is that right? And that was great. These were Birch cabinets in the kitchen. This home had so many great appliances, and it was really convenient that Birch requested the appliance model numbers. The kitchen designers, of course, provided the cutouts for this. That way, when everything got installed at the job site, the contractor, the installer, didn't have to think about it at all. It just fit like a glove.
1: Perfect. Yeah, and that's that's what should happen. I mean, uh, hidden appliances is is one of the, up and coming trends as well so providing appliance panels so that your appliances fit in with the rest of your kitchen is absolutely the direction things are going we offer those custom features custom sized doors things of that nature to, to provide and, and cover your customers needs
0: we already touched a little bit on aging in place and some convenient things that can be done what about when it comes to accessibility and ada compliance
1: yeah so birch does have uh an entire program put together for ada accessibility Um, And basically some of the features that are different from what you would see in a traditional kitchen would be um, increased height for the toe kick. So anybody that's in a wheelchair, their feet can swing underneath that toe kick space without bumping into the cabinets. Um, Another feature that's common within an ADA design would be the ability to roll uh, underneath the sink base, for example. So we have different cabinets designed with features that allow people to roll their wheelchair underneath the sink base uh, it provides access panels for the plumbing, so that can all be hidden as well. Um, so we really make sure that we've got a full program designed for ADA accessibility, uh, which is great.
0: I've seen clients where they have taken a, a cabinet design and they future-proofed it, so if they ever are in a wheelchair, they can remove a like a false front panel underneath the sink base. and So that panel would have the cabinet door style on it, but it can be removed and all of a sudden you see that like concealed apron that's hiding that plumbing Mm -hmm. Um, that way it doesn't look like it's necessarily ADA compliant from the start but it's available to them if they ever need it in the future
1: yeah absolutely and I mean we do have cabinets designed too that your the entire face of the sink base can be slid out and completely removed as well yeah Uh, so it does it does help give you that option to truly plan ahead now One of the challenges that you would experience, uh, going from ADA, from a standard kitchen to an ADA kitchen would be overall height of countertops. That does change Mm -hmm. by code, Um, but you can take other measures, design needs, so. Mm -hmm.
2: When you mentioned taller toe kicks, one thing we didn't talk about is lighting. You know, I see a lot of lighting within the toe kick lighting up. That's a popular area to light the kitchen up. Maybe some under cabinet, um, you know, underneath the uh, upper cabinets. Um, Would you guys do anything different to the cabinetry to accommodate some of that lighting or how how does that work?
1: Yeah. So we do have the ability to provide extended bottom rails, which would help uh, provide an area for your um, electrician to add lighting. It's not often needed. Uh, There's different options that electricians have to do that, but that is one option that we offer standard. Um, Another, Option would be to provide different moldings. The designers can incorporate different moldings to help hide any lighting under cabinet lighting, per se. Um, Another common place that you see lighting is when we prep cabinets for glass doors, things like that. So, um, those lights oftentimes are either going to be a focal point at the top of the cabinet or they hide them on the insides of the face frames of the cabinet. So, it shines back into the cabinet. So, there's different design features that the, the designers have the ability to work through with your clients on that
0: well speaking of glass doors don't you guys make your own glass in-house we do that's amazing and i you have that vecchio glass yep. i absolutely love it it's so beautiful yeah and you just don't see that anywhere else
1: yeah so, so uh, birch has their own glass facility on site it's referred to as paragon glass it's owned by us so one unique thing about birch is we we do have a, a one million square foot manufacturing facilities. So we have plenty of space. Uh, Our campus is huge. We have several different um, divisions within Birch, and one of those is our glass manufacturing facility. So we can do uh, custom-sized glass doors. We can do custom-sized mirrors for your clients if they're interested. So there's a ton of different options that we have available just through our glass program alone um, that we don't necessarily often highlight because it's you know i'm always thinking wood but it is unique the options that we have right that is
2: crazy i i didn't i did not know that you guys made your own glass that's that's pretty
0: impressive and it really that, is that's why you complimented them on their lead times during covid yeah. they're vertically integrated that proved to be so valuable for any company out there when they don't rely on all these other outside exactly firms. yeah did i get the name of the glass correct because everyone's going to be asking about it now is it vecchio or i
1: don't know how to pronounce that your guess would be as good as mine on that for sure but
0: there have been uh times in our showroom where i've said certain things like we've got this fireplace line and
1: uh i was gonna bring that up yeah
0: it's got two different finishes it's like there's a cast iron finish and then there's the one called brown brown majolica enamel and i used to always say brown majolica enamel. <laughs> and I'd say it with a little bit of a smile. I was so proud of myself because it just really rolled off my tongue. And Deb is into pottery and she pulled me aside one. She's like, you realize it's a pottery term and it's majolica. <laughs> like,
1: oh, okay. I had no idea. Yeah. So hopefully
0: I got that vecchio correct. Yeah. I, I would sh- say you nailed it. may show up in a YouTube video too or someday. <laughs> but, well, thank you so much for covering just a few of the details with us of what makes Birch exceptional, but also considerations for designing cabinetry throughout the home. You know, I think we've certainly dispelled the myth that it's just about focusing on the kitchen. We can do so much with outdoor spaces, closets, even in the garage. Right. So it's just, it seems like it's limitless. It is an integrated part of the home's overall design, the aesthetic and the feel of the home. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, this is your own special custom home. So you want it to be convenient and intentionally designed for you. And that's why Birch is so great, because being that Birch is ultra custom, you're going to get exactly what you want.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, certainly learned a lot here. I hope our viewers did today, too.
0: How great um, Birch cabinetry is to work with. Um, Certainly pretty awesome. We've had a long partnership with Birch. You might know, is it what 25 years? Yeah, we might be. We could probably round up and just say 30, but let's just say we're somewhere in that range that uh, well, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes and Birch have partnered together. So it's it has been a long been a, time, quite, definitely, a, quite yeah. a history.
1: And I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to come here and talk with you guys about it today. So thank you,
0: absolutely. Thank you, Derek. Yep, yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate Derek. it. Yep, I'll yep. well, take care. Hope take to have care. you back on.